What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Marketing Nomad Show. It's your favorite marketer and podcast host. My name is Prit. I am the author of Zero to Four Figures, a marketing strategy consultant, and a digital entrepreneur. Few of the roles that I do take on, I'm a podcaster, YouTuber, Etsy shop owner, Skillshare teacher. All of the links are in the description box below if you would like to check it out. On this podcast, I shuffle between giving solo podcast episodes and bringing in experts to give you actionable steps on various marketing, business, and mindset strategies to help you grow the business you love. Today, I have one such expert with me, Maggie Perodin. Let me first give you a small description of who Maggie is, and then we will get right to her. So Maggie lives in Canada with her blended family with four kids. She is a self-development geek, loves nature, traveling, and good food. She holds an executive MBA from Jack Welch Management Institute and has over 14 years experience in various corporate leadership positions. As an international business and leadership coach, Maggie helps service-based entrepreneurs make the income they want in their business and become outstanding leaders in the process. Through her dream plan do coaching model, which we will get into in this episode, she supports her clients in becoming confident CEOs by aligning their mindset, business skills, and high-performance habits. This allows them to transform their businesses from an unreliable source of income to a client attracting diamond. Oh, wow, that's beautiful. Maggie, how are we doing today? Oh, I'm great. Thank you. Thank you, Prit, for having me. I'm really appreciative that you have me here. Sure, sure. So I'm really, really curious to get into a lot of the things that you do. Mostly, we're going to be talking about leadership and success in this podcast episode. But before we get into that, Maggie, can you share your story? I know that it's very, very interesting, and I would love um, my listeners to also hear it as well. So how yeah, did you, yeah. yeah, where are you from? How did you get started? I know that you mm-hmm. were in corporate and then you shifted over to entrepreneurship. Yeah, thank you. Um, So I was born and raised in Poland. So I'm probably like the last, um, last generation that remembers anything from how it is to be and be born under communist regime. So I was born under communist regime and, you know, I was young still about 11 when it collapsed. And um, I immigrated to Canada in 2005 for more like opportunities, let's just say in life. It wasn't easy at the time when I finished university in Poland. Um, so I thought Canada was a better place to to kind of start my adult life. Um, and I immigrated and very quickly I entered the corporate world in Canada. And from there, as you, you know, mentioned in my bio, I grew, you know, my career. I had a fairly successful career for about 15 years and 13, 14 years of that have been in leadership positions. I've done many different things, you know, from operations, project management, business analytics, um, you know, hiring people leadership. I've done business development, some strategy. I've done some sales back in Poland. Um, You know, you name it. I probably done it <laughs> in a nutshell. But through that career, I really developed passion for coaching and developing people. And I really realized what it takes to be successful and not necessarily only in corporate life, right? Just professionally and in life. And it's not just hard skills. Like sometimes we're taught maybe at school and so on, like, oh, if I learn this math, therefore I'll be 
a wizard or I'll be very successful in math. There is other things that play, um, you know, at play here for people to be successful. Because, you know, if it was just hard skills or knowledge, if we read the same books, we would all be at the same level of success, let's just say, or whatever, and we're not, right? So there's a little bit more to that. Um, so through that, <clears throat> I developed a passion and then I had an in well, incident or time in my corporate career when I actually burned out. So like that's sometimes I laugh who hasn't in the corporate career, but there was this period where it was tough for me, but it, it was good because it made me think. It made me think, what do I want to do? How do I want to grow more professionally? And the answer for me to that question was, I didn't want to spend my entire professional career in corporate anymore. I wanted to do things on my terms. And that's how, you know, I went into business coaching because I love coaching. I love developing people and I love business. I think it's super fun. It's creative. The strategy is fun. There's a lot of things as business owners we can do and create. So I kind of married those two passions and skills that I had and started my business a couple of years back. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's that's quite a roller coaster, right? Don't you think, Maggie? <laughs> From corporate and then burning out and then realizing your passion for coaching. I think that's quite the journey. I think that you've brought in best of both worlds. You've got the knowledge mm -hmm. of corporate and also the knowledge of entrepreneurship. And I think that's amazing. So now let's get into what this episode is all about. So can you what what does leadership mean to you, Maggie? So leadership means there is a couple of things in leadership. But first of all, it really what it means to me is I believe everybody is a leader. So I believe that we're all leaders and you don't have to have a team. You don't need to be in a certain position or a certain title or be in politics to be a leader because leadership always starts with you, right? So when you <clears throat> learn how to lead yourself, how to intentionally create the results you want in life and in whatever professionally, then you lead yourself, right? You're not doing things kind of subconsciously and like just because or kind of automatically you're intentional about it, right? So I believe that when we operate at our best and we feel at our best and we think at our best, we are leading ourselves, right? So then when you do that, then it's so much easier to lead a business and lead a team and lead a community or whatever else, right? You lead. So then the second portion is, of course, being a leader when you're a people leader, right? Then what that means is taking the knowledge that you already have of how to bring the best out of you and do that for your team how to bring the best out of the people you lead and lead them to a common goal, right? Usually there is a common goal in a team. Again, it could be a church, it could be a community, it can be a nonprofit or a team in your business or corporate, but bring out of the best in people and then lead them towards that common vision, common goal. So in a nutshell, that's what leadership means to me. This has got to be the best definition of leadership that I have ever heard to be honest of Maggie, I and I have heard many, many ones and a lot of questions that I usually get from my clients as well, especially when it comes to the topic of leadership is, well, I'm a solopreneur. Who am I going to lead? You know, why do I need to figure out those things right now? I should probably think about it when I'm a team. But I think that you hit such an important point 
where you say leadership begins with you. You've got yeah. to first learn how to lead yourself. And I yeah. think I finally have an answer to them. I think I'm going <laughs> to say the same thing and I'm going to refer you every time I say it because I think that's phenomenally such a good answer because a lot of times we think, oh, yeah, it's leadership is only when you're in a community, when you're in a team. Mm -hmm. But we often mm -hmm. forget that, one, the entrepreneurial journey is fundamentally about us. And yes. if we don't know how to lead ourselves, yeah. how are we expected to lead other people the right way as well? So yeah. I really love yeah. that entire thought process. So thank you so much for that, Maggie. Do you have anything yeah. to add about leadership? Yeah, like, you know, you're right. Like people think that, oh, in order to lead, I need to have people. But like leadership is really about leading by example, right? And if you're not leading yourself intentionally, well, how are you going to lead by example, right? Is And it comes very like as humans from children. So anybody who has children knows that we are not wired to just listen to people and believe them right we have that mistrust since one we believe people or we trust in people who lead by our example and then we follow what they do not what they say right so as a parent it's always like that when you that you can say whatever you want but if that whatever you're saying is not followed through with your action your children will follow the action you take and not what you say and that's everybody so that's one and then the second thing that I want to add is exactly that like as entrepreneurship and solopreneurs and everything right everything starts in our mind like it starts in an idea so therefore your business cannot outgrow the way you think right so in order so let's just say you achieved certain results in your in your business you're a solopreneur in order to grow you need to grow first and you need to be intentional about it, where you want to take yourself into one so then the business results follow. Absolutely. I, I really like that you said your business cannot outgrow you. And I really, I think that's so true because in the last three years, I have had to push myself to grow and grow and grow because yeah. the minute I stop growing, my business stops as well. And so yeah. there is definitely a very strong correlation between the two of them. And like I always say, I always say this, the entrepreneurial journey is fundamentally about you. If you know yes. who you are, you know how to work your strengths, your weaknesses, you understand how to grow as a person. I think that's just um, yeah. the path for you to grow your business yeah. as well. So we have yeah. different definitions of leadership. We have leadership definition for corporate environment. We have leadership definition for solopreneurs, for entrepreneurship. So for those of the people out there who might be thinking to move from corporate leadership all the way to entrepreneurship or solopreneurship, what one, what are the most important considerations that they need to keep in mind? Because that's a drastic shift. There are different ways to tackle each of them. So what, what are the different considerations that they should have? And how dramatic is the shift in the concept of leadership between these few roles? Um. There is, so there is a lot of, if we just even focus on a mindset, right? Because there's some different considerations in terms of maybe finances or, or workplace or whatever, how you want to operate and the structure that you need to have. I actually recorded a series of podcasts about that very topic, but there is a big shift in mindset. And not, not not complete, right? Like there is things that you can take from your corporate world and use them to your benefit, just modify a little bit 
to the to the entrepreneurship. But let's just focus on like the biggest shifts. So first of all, entrepreneurship requires a lot of humility. In corporate world, when you're a leader, the title itself, you're a manager, a director, you're a VP and so on, wields certain power. And that's like imaginary power, but people believe that, right? So like you can say something and people will follow just because you're a VP, whether it makes sense or not. There are some people who are not going to question that. You might be wrong, right? Honestly wrong. And people, not everybody will question that just because of the title, right? And sometimes, again, if the title is important to you, that does not matter entrepreneurship, okay? When you're out there as a solopreneur, your clients and the market doesn't care about your education. They don't care about your title. They don't care about how, you know, what importance you play that, what they care about is, can you help me? I have a problem. Can you bring value to me and help me? And if you can do that, and on top of it, you can communicate it in a way that they resonate with, right? Not in your expert way, but in a way that they resonate with, they'll buy. And shifting that and learning that, that communication. Because yes, if you're a great communicator in the corporate world, it will help you. But the way you communicate maybe right now to your employees might not work the way you communicate through marketing and whatever, right? Advertising. So it requires a humility because you do come to that realization saying, oh, nobody cares. I'm a VP. It doesn't matter anymore. Nobody cares that I have an MBA or I'm a doctor or whatever. That doesn't matter anymore, right? So that's one. The second one, as you said, entrepreneurship is all about yourself and growing yourself. And I would say entrepreneurship is like the fastest, (laughs) better growth and self-development. You get to, I'm a pretty, like I'm very inner driven and I love growth. So I never had a problem in the corporate world to grow myself into one. And I would, the moment I got bored, which was quite quickly sometimes in certain positions, I would look for new ones. And yet still in entrepreneurship, the growth has been a thousand miles an hour faster. And that also requires that mindset shift. You have to push yourself to grow and there is a lot of failure involved. You know, the path to success is really through failure and you need to learn how to cope with it and build resilience around it and not make it mean anything about you. Whereas that in corporate is pretty sheltered, I would have to say, because of sometimes policies, hey, you're in one position and you can't move to another for a year. Therefore, you're not pushed for a year. Like it can be pushed because you you have a, you know, challenging position. But at some point, you start kind of coasting a little bit, right? Until you move to the next role and so on, right? As you said yourself, Pritt, in an entrepreneurship, the moment you start growing, your business stops growing, right? So there is a huge shift in that self-development and understanding and managing your mind and so on. That is, I love it. It's thrilling is amazing. But there are some moments when I was like, hmm, you know what, I wish it kind of stopped for some time. Give me a break for a day or two. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I 100% <laughs> agree with that, especially when you say that for me, the last three years, 
my self-growth, self-actualization, and just self-discovery has been exponential. And I, and I probably would even say that the last three years have kind of overshadowed the first 27 years of my life. You know, mm-hmm. it's been that dramatic and that drastic. Yeah. And I think that the journey just forces you to do that because, you know, like yeah. you said, in the corporate environment, it's very sheltered. Whereas mm-hmm. over here, yeah. you've probably put in a significant amount of risk. And you know that, you know, if you don't put in the effort, then you're not going to have money on the table next month. It's yeah. as simple as that. Like the equation is survival, especially in the initial few years. And um, so I really understand when you say that it's very dramatic. The shifts are dramatic. But at the same time, there are a few underlying things that will remain the same. And it's all about learning how to grow, learning how to mm-hmm. lead yourself yeah. as well. And yeah. going to, yeah, sorry, explain. Sorry, I just want to say, as you say, like it's understanding what type of skills you already have because we all come from a different background and experience yes. and how to, you know, how do you say transferable skills, right? So what can you transfer just by modifying a little bit? Because our brains sometimes like to say, oh, I'm new, I know nothing, and therefore your confidence tanks. But it's not that. Like, you're not new. If you have some experience behind you, there is things you can transfer, and it's just directing your brain to how I can transfer, how it can work for me. And then the sooner you realize where you need to grow, in your self-development and understanding, as you said, Prado, of yourself and so on, you 100% need to grow. Like, no doubts about it. But if there are other skills that you need to grow, like marketing, for example, if you've never been in marketing, that's definitely marketing and sales. It's hugely important, right? But where you need to grow will help you go through that, through that, you know, first stages easier and faster with maybe a less unnecessary failure, right? There's I call it there's a strategic failure and there's an unnecessary failure. So if you can just focus on strategic and skip the unnecessary part by recognizing (laughs) certain things and then growing yourself there, that that will help a lot. Absolutely, 100%. And, you know, before we wrap this episode up, Maggie, let's uh, talk a little bit about what does it mean to be an authentic leader for you? And how can we as listeners show up in an authentic way as a leader? Authentic leader for me is really, as you said yourself, knowing yourself, knowing not only yourself who you are, but also what are your values, what is important to you in life. And then when you have a business, bringing some of that through your to into your business, so it's really aligned, right? And then doing, having a clear vision and your goals and the actions that you take are aligned with that rather than, right? And then who you hire, how you hire again, if we go into people leadership, right? Rather than um, not knowing that and therefore having low confidence and trying to copy people and trying and, and looking for answers outside and thinking that there is the one magic solution or one magic way to quickly grow your business and trying to copy everybody around you and being like a second best version of somebody or like fifth version of somebody, right? Like you don't stand out this way. Like people will not notice you. So authenticity to me, it doesn't mean put Putting, you know, if you want to share, but like it doesn't mean putting your personal life and everything out in the internet. It's not about that. It's about 
knowing yourself, knowing what's important to you, knowing your values and going from there to create your business, your vision and so on and choosing the actions that you take and how you're going to show up, right? In, in, in your marketing, being visible and so on and sticking with it and really building your confidence around this and not changing just because somebody else is doing it and you think that's the way, right? Because of your insecurity or whatever yeah yes that I think that naturally happens especially in the beginning stages I think that we perceive success to be us being a certain way you know we look at yes. people who have achieved success we look at them and we're like oh okay if we are like them then we will achieve success and then that most of the times and I made this mistake when I first started as well we we try to emulate them but in our process of mm -hmm. emulating them we forget to be authentic to who we are mm -hmm. and we forget that mm -hmm. our strengths are actually what will lead us to success, not someone else's strength. So I really, yeah. really liked how um, you've talked so much on a leadership. We've talked a little bit about success. We've talked about the difference between corporate leadership to entrepreneurship. And then we've also talked about authenticity when it comes to leadership. Maggie, I know that you said you have a podcast. So if people yeah. want to reach out to you, listen to more of your content, uh, how can they reach out to you? So I have a podcast, it's called Diamond Effect, and it's available pretty much anywhere. So wherever you listen to this podcast, my podcast is probably there. Um, and then like probably the easiest way to find me with all the links is my website, which is stairwaytoleadership.com. It's one word, stairwaytoleadership.com. Perfect, Maggie. And of course, all of you listeners out there, do reach out to Maggie. She's there on LinkedIn. I'm going to put all the links in the description box below. Tell her one thing that you liked about this episode. Reach out to her. She's really friendly. And I'm sure that she would love to talk to you more about leadership as well as her coaching model, which is Dream Plan Duo. And Maggie, tell us a little bit about that before we say goodbye. Okay, thank you. So coaching model is designed to again, eliminate unnecessary failure and really focus on strategic growth and growth with, without overwhelm, without hassle. Because dream is all about our ideas. Everything starts in our mind, right? When you have a business idea, it's first the idea. So taking that idea, growing the belief that you can make it happen and making decisions from there rather than the fear of failure or fear of or shame or whatever else, and then planning. A lot of people skip planning. They take an idea and they go straight to executing it. And through that, they create so much challenges for themselves unnecessarily. Trust me, the challenges will be there anyways, but there is a bunch of them you can avoid if you take a little bit of time to yeah. plan strategically. And once you do that, you can really, you're better prepared to execute well and you have more chances for success. So then do is about doing, but also evaluating what you do, learning from it, right? And progressing. Because when we evaluate, we, we progress faster. That's, that's what it is about. Perfect. And of course, if you want to reach out to Maggie for her coaching, I'm going to put that link in the description box below as well. Thank you guys so much for listening all the way up until here. Maggie, thank you for joining us and sharing your invaluable insights. Um, I'll catch you guys in my next episode. Thank you very much for listening and thank you for having me.